0: It's Mel and Kel and this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? It's called Feast of the Seven Fishes. Ever heard of it? It came up a couple of times recently and it has never come up prior in my life. So it's just, I don't know, everything's all about the seven fishes right now.
1: <laughs> you recommended a great movie and apparently a lot of all listeners have watched it or is like oh super excited to watch it because of your recommendation i also watched it over the holidays and i absolutely loved it (laughs) it was adorable
0: i watched it on my own again put out that recommendation i told my husband i was like you would i think you would like this movie so then we watched it again over the christmas weekend then he went we went to a different person's house, and then he watched it a third time. So I've seen it three times now in a matter of weeks.
1: Does it hit home for him that he's the Americana? <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: not quite sure what character he thinks he's in the film, but he's Beth. The cake-eating <laughs> Beth. <laughs>
1: he thinks he's Tony. <laughs> low he wa- Loki, he wants to be Tony. <laughs> this
0: movie is called The Feast of the Seven Fishes. That's the name of the film. But before I discovered this on Netflix, I was watching The Bear, which I'm not sure. Is that Hulu? What? Hulu, oh, yes. The Bear is a show on Hulu that has two seasons out now. And it's a wild sensation. People love mm-hmm. it. Yes, chef. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about like, this man. I don't know his real name lip cut Car- from shameless
1: <laughs> carmine right isn't he carmine in he might be carmine in the bear
0: his name is carmine in the bear and there's a carmine in this feast of the seven fishes yeah. but oh you
1: want his dual name isn't it like jeremy jeremy allen white they all want him to play the um, the willy wonka guy because they say they look like him
0: oh he does look like willy yeah. Wonka. Guy.
1: <laughs> I don't know what name you were looking for. We'll go. With yeah,
0: it. I was looking for his real name. I I could only think of him as Lip from Shameless because he kind of plays that same character in The Bear.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he's
0: a chef, and then he goes to like his family's restaurant. He was like, I don't know, Michelin star chef or some shit, right? And yeah. then he, his brother dies, and he goes to like run his like little family restaurant, like Italian joint.
1: Yeah, like sandwich plate. It was like a sandwich type place, I think. It was it's just very like, high stress, yeah, high anxiety establishment.
0: <laughs> but they have one particular episode. I think it's in season two, and it's a, like a, it's like a ninety minute. It's like a whole movie, basically. It's a ninety minute like episode yeah. of Feast of the Seven Fishes with these characters from the show,
1: and it's like high anxiety, high stress through that whole episode. <laughs> The whole entire episode, you're just, like, anxious. I read comments. So I went down a Reddit rabbit hole of just Feast of the Seven Fishes just to see if we can get any information on it or whatever, like, why they do it and whatnot. And, of course, this episode is one of the topics of conversation about it. And different people were commenting saying I had to watch it in four different parts, too much anxiety for one episode. (laughs) I had to keep shutting it off because it's like, it's intense. And yet you and I
0: would watch that and be like, this is a, regular, a regular family <laughs> gathering. What do you mean? It's all it is, is like an Italian family's trying to cook food and sit together to eat at Christmas. <laughs> Christmas Eve.
1: Jamie Lee Curtis plays the mom. And like, well, and there's no dad, right? No, if I remember, they don't have, they don't have a dad, right? They have like uncles no. and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I'm just like, They're all fighting in the kitchen. (laughs) The mom's yelling at them to get out, but then she's also yelling that nobody's helping her. (laughs) So it's a mix, a mix of emotions.
0: One of the kids in the family's husband shows up with a dish and it was like the eighth fish. (laughs) (laughs) And like they already had seven fish. He thought he was being helpful and he brought like... Some kind of stuffed shrimp dish, or some st- or yeah. tuna. You brought a tuna casserole, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "You brought an eighth fish." <laughs> so, feast of the seven fishes. Like, wh- what are you doing here? And I actually read somewhere or heard somewhere that it has to be an odd number of fishes. Like, it doesn't matter if it's seven. Like, it could be seven, it could be eleven, some do thirteen, but like, it couldn't be eight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that un- can't can't be an even number. Okay.
0: No, That's so right. they were like, "I cannot believe you brought tuna casserole as and the don't they, fish."
1: I know they just chuck it outside in the bush. Poor <laughs> <laughs> thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, the mom is just just picture the mom's like an alcoholic. She's obviously has like mental proud like some type of mental disorder, but she's on top of it. Has out al- she's an alcoholic. She's smoking the whole entire time <laughs> with her big fake acrylic red nails that I love I'm like yes <laughs> and she's just making her her camino with her like with her cigarette just like the ashes almost so close <laughs> to the food I was like oh that's so nasty
0: and then the family is fighting the entire time and then they like sit down to eat and I'm pretty sure they're just like let's thank her for her efforts and she's not even there <laughs> Yeah. She's, she's MIA. And they want to thank her for this beautiful meal before they continue on with their fighting.
1: It gets so chaotic that a car gets like driven into the house.
0: <laughs> Just like what happens to Joey Gladstone's car on Full House. Isn't that his car? Is that yeah. his? Joey's convertible or something he's got? Is it Uncle Jesse's
1: and Stephanie drives it? Stephanie crashed Joey's car oh. into the kitchen. There you go.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, so I've never had it escalate in my family to a car crashing through the kitchen. No. However, my mom did crash a car into somebody's house once, but it wasn't during the fascia. It was just a random day when my mom was learning how to drive here in the States because she didn't have to drive in the Azores. And instead of... Going forward, she reversed into somebody's garage. It's a classic mix-up. <laughs> Your excuse is you don't know how to drive because I came from an island that we couldn't afford a car or a license. So, sorry.
0: So, the difference between the Feast of the Seven fishes episode in The Bear and the movie, Feast of the Seven Fishes, is the timing, right? The bear is, like, set in present day. And Feast of the Seven Fishes, the movie, is set in 1983. Which I loved, by the way. Super nostalgic. Yep. <laughs> everything about it, like, just oozed, like, your childhood and growing up.
1: Everything, they just nailed everything perfectly. The, car, the cars that they're driving, the decorations of the house the clothes like it's just 19,
0: it like 80s <laughs> i saw one comment maybe on imdb that people were criticizing the main character girl beth the blonde girl her hair didn't look 80s but also she had kneed, so maybe that was she was ahead of her time she was <laughs> already in the 2000s when they were still in the 83. She's a cake eater. Something I just learned from this movie. <laughs> the great grandmother in this movie. Keeps calling the American. The American <laughs> girl. A cake eater. In and in a, uh, a whore. She also called her a whore. But <laughs> I was like what's a cake eater? And apparently it's a slang term. For a rich person. Who is spoiled, self-indulgent. Or greedy.
1: That was the first time i've ever used that heard that word before like i even asked you i was like what's a cake eater (laughs) this family in the movie
0: is the great-grandmother she's on her own her husband died many years ago she's got three sons and then the story is one of her son's grandson so her great-grandson yes he's like the main character and he's like in college i guess i was trying to figure out their ages because i first i thought he was in high school but they're drinking beer at the bar i'm like i don't know it's 1980 maybe that flew back then but
1: right because beth goes to like a private school but i don't know if it's like a private high school or a private college
0: and like so she's like the rich white girl american she apparently has a boyfriend that ditched her to go skiing (laughs) for christmas Like, they were just like, let's cook up the most American shit we can think of.
1: Even, like, the house, the Christmas decorations, just so, it was lacking Christmas decor. Like, the house is just so bland. It re- it, the house just looked way too nice and clean. <laughs> not clutter, not a disaster. <laughs> like,
0: where's, your, where's your Christmas grass?
1: <laughs> exactly. Where's your prezap, okay? And
0: so on the other side, the Italian side, they're all intermingled. Like these uncles are all just like going about running errands together. They're just bumping into each other. They're all at the grand in and out of the grandfather's house all day. And the grandparents' house just reminds me so much of my grandparents' house like the fridge, the stove, like just the appliances from that time period. There was at one point like this little thing hanging behind the stove and it's like a tea kettle. Okay, but it's only like it's like a half a tea kettle, and you just like put it on the wall as like a decoration. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not a real re- tea kettle. And I was like, my Vivo had that. It's like a tea kettle decor, but it's not like a painting that's like flat. It's like shaped like a tea kettle, but it's only half <laughs> a tea kettle. <laughs> like a three D
1: image of a key of a tea kettle. Yes. Oh, that's and then cute. like that was
0: on the wall with like you know like the little um. You hang like the little potholder things. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, like the little square quilted potholders, like they're hanging on like a prag on
1: the wall. Like <laughs> having the corded phone. Remember like the having those days with the corded phone, like you could not leave your kitchen to like you couldn't go upstairs to the bathroom to go take the phone call. Like you had to stay put <laughs> where you were in the tv like that they were watching tv on it was just like the big boxy like with the like the wood on the side of it like it's just the old school TVs right the tv was furniture it was a piece of furniture
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> like it wasn't just a tv that you had to put on top of furniture it was it was the furniture <laughs> you're
1: right it, it was
0: there's a calendar on the wall, and it's, like, those old school, like, it just says, like, 1983, and it has all the months of the year, and it's, like, it almost looks like it's embroidery. Yeah. It's not embroidered. It's paper. But it <laughs> looks like the zen the is all embroidery around the thing, and I'm, like, oh, my God. It's, like, it would be, like, Yvavau would always have up this, like free calendar that she got from somewhere like oh I went to the the butcher shop and they were giving out the calendars so
1: she's got her free calendar up or whatever so my dad still gets those calendars <laughs> like I could buy him a calendar like one year I think I bought like a dog calendar you know like for Christmas how they always have those in the middle of the mall so I think I got one that was all dogs he did not use it he used like the meat markets calendar. <laughs> what I'm
0: saying. Like the credit union. The yeah. credit union would give you a calendar. Another, like Something yeah. like that is another good one. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So one of the first things that like caught my attention, because obviously this movie is about Italians, but I just really connected with it, even though we're Portuguese. But... All of a sudden, they start talking about baccala. Like, you're mm. you're a few minutes into the movie, and they're already talking about baccala. And you're like, all right, I know this is going to be a bop. Like, this is going to hit home, <laughs> right? The <both> <laughs> Yes. And they correct the American when she says it wrong. <laughs> yes. And, like, the Italian pronunciation is obviously different than our Portuguese word for it. But the, for them, it's like baccala or something like that. Baccala. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Like it's like b
0: b a c c a l a or something like that. Bacala.
1: Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. We are bulky, right. So if I was there at a house, if I was dating somebody, and I got invited, <laughs> they would fix, they would change, they would tell me like I'm saying it wrong. Yes.
0: <laughs> and it's not wrong. It's
1: just they are two different words. Yeah, two yeah.
0: different languages. But I guess I never realized. Like, I know that buccalier is like like the salted, they have like salted, dried fish, but I guess I never really questioned how you cook that.
1: Oh, same. No. I didn't realize you had to <laughs>
0: soak it and change the water and soak it and
1: change the water for like three days. Yeah. I didn't either. No, I, I knew like you had to wash it because my mom washes it, but I didn't realize it was a process. Me neither. I'm like... like why don't we just
0: why are, why are we not buying fresh cod? Why right. why are we buying salted cod and having to do, you do think this the, whole
1: thing? Do you think they to preserve the cod they have that to come here to us like to the states they salt it? Well, I don't I actually don't really know where the cod is coming from. <laughs> but you can get you can get it fresh at the
0: store, right? So, like getting yes. it salted and dried is a choice. I feel like. Like it's a choice that we're making and why are we making it is what I'm asking. I know back in the day, you're probably correct that that obviously it was a preservation method.
1: Yeah. But then it just became like a tradition. Or maybe they think if it's not salted as salted, it's not as good.
0: Like, yeah, but think- in this movie, my <laughs> grandmother said, she said that shit's too salty. They were like, how was how was the food? And she looked at her sons and was like, meh, it's too salty. You need to change the water more. I told you you have to change the water more. <laughs> you didn't change the water enough. He's like, I know you never changed the water enough. I
1: told you that. He's like, I've been changing the water for three days. I hold. I love that whole debate, <laughs> that whole conflict between like. That's, like, so such a family thing to argue about. Like, that would be something. Like, our family would argue about that. It it just... It nailed everything, this movie. And you know there's always someone in the family that doesn't cook. But is going to talk shit about the food. (laughs) They will have an opinion about the food.
0: My dad, as a character in this movie... Is the uncle who makes the same shitty jokes every year and nobody laughs, laughs at them. And they call him out for him, be like, You tell the same joke every year, and every year nobody laughs.
1: I like that, yeah. And it was
0: about the bacalyah balls. They were making like like these kind of like deep-fried balls of bakalya. He's like, All right, comrade, you're gonna do the bakalya balls. And he, every year he responds. Bacalia's a fish, it don't have balls. <laughs> and every year nobody laughs at his joke. It's my dad. It's my dad.
1: But Carmine's got us laughing right now.
0: <laughs> okay, so can I give you um, sometimes my dad once he, he gets a joke and it's like his his joke for the for the day, it's like it mm-hmm. really pushes it. So this Christmas he had one. I love it. We had gone grocery shopping so that we could buy all the ingredients to cook our meal. And part of what we had bought in was heavy cream. We needed it for the macaroni and cheese and for maybe this, we were doing like a chicken pot pie soup. We were doing a whole lot of non-Portuguese food. But I was going to just say. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sitting down after like a long day. I'm relaxing on the, the carpet in the living room, just like decompressing. It's late. And my dad's in the kitchen and he calls me over and he's like, Melissa, hey, can you come give me a hand over here for a second? I need some help. I need help lifting this thing over here. And I'm like, okay. So I get up and I like immediately run into the kitchen to help my dad. And I get to the fridge and he's got the fridge open and he is holding one side of a container of heavy cream. And (laughs) and he's like, can you get the other side? (laughs) I need some help. It's really heavy. I was so livid. <laughs> I was like, you made me get up from my comfy resting spot in the living room to come over here for this joke.
1: I would be so pissed, but I would I would be dying at the same time. Because <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> and it's cute, and it's funny, and it's coming from your dad, so it's hilarious. But, like, I would be so pissed. <laughs> I was like, dad, the next time you ask for help, I'm not
0: coming. I'm not coming. That's it. The boy who cried wolf. Like, you're done.
1: Hey, the boy that cried wolf.
0: <laughs> he said he did it to my mom in the supermarket.
1: <laughs> and what was your mom's reaction?
0: The same. The same. She's just like over it because this is him 100% of the time.
1: But your mom's just as goofy. So like I would see her like going for it.
0: She she likes the jokes, but I think when she's in like work mode, note. which oh. is like okay, I'm in the middle of grocery shop and I'm in work mode. I have all the stuff I have to get. I have thirty people coming to the house tomorrow. Like, right? She doesn't want to be dealing with your heavy cream <laughs> jokes.
1: <laughs> I got to give it to you, Dad. I like that one. <laughs> oh yeah, my god, he's Carmine.
0: <laughs> the movie was a great watch. It was very nostalgic for me. It was really about just the being together with your family and just the dynamics of the family hmm. for a gathering like that for the Christmas Eve celebration.
1: It's not so much like the food and the eating. Like especially like when they invite the girlfriend to come to the house for the for the for the evening, they invite her over at what, like one in the afternoon so she could help prep without Tony, the main guy being there. <laughs> he had no idea that his potentially girl possibility of a girlfriend was with her uncle with his uncles cooking (laughs) he met that girl like 24 (laughs) hours prior and
0: then they invited her to the house for a christmas eve dinner and to help cook the christmas eve dinner without him being there
1: that's what's so good about it i love that and she was a good sport i know it's a movie but she was a good sport about it she showed up She was dressed lovely, didn't realize she was probably going to have to cook, (laughs) but she was good about it. She went to Midnight Mass with the vovo, and it was cute. I loved it. It was such a good, good movie.
0: I knew that your favorite part was going to be when there was like a little altercation at the end with the girl. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of like left and you thought they were like quote-unquote breaking up because you you know i don't i don't know what to call it they had met each other for 24 hours right but the grandmother was trying to console tony Mm. the grandson or great grandmother i'm sorry was (laughs) was trying to (laughs) console tony the great grandson and she just looks at him and she was like oh you don't worry about nothing i put the evil eye on her that car gonna crash tonight (laughs)
1: Yes, I loved it. I was like, yes, the mahu. <laughs> she gave her the mahu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was oh. like, this is so
0: messed up, but it was good.
1: Oh, so after that altercation with the girlfriend and Tony, the girl's at home with her mom, and her mom's like the American mom, the cake eater. <laughs> The Medicon, she's just kind of trying to tell her daughter that like she doesn't want her to date Tony because he's like an Italian. They don't know that way of life. It's just a different way of life. And that like it's upsetting to hear that, obviously. But I know that's what a lot of people thought thought about other cultures at that time. Even I'm sure like the Portuguese, like the French, you know, it's just if you gotta like stick with your own, I quote, I guess. Like, I don't know what fun is with that. That's not fun. <laughs> but like I'm glad Beth didn't listen to her mom, and I was like, "Yeah, girl, go get your boy. Like, go get your little Italian stallion. <laughs> like, go get him." But it was just like shitty. They're like, "Oh yeah, like that's how it was. They all lived in the same area, and it was just like a probably all the Italians probably kind of stuck around with all the Italian areas, and I guess the white Americans stood with the Americans. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, just like, I didn't like that. I was like, you mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was basically like." Don't get mixed up with the immigrants.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: basically is what she said to her daughter.
1: It is hope. It was
0: it was super hurtful the way she said it. You were just like, Ooh. You're like oh,
1: like
0: that's, that's how nice. it was. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, something I heard in the podcast, um, the Italian American podcast, that's what it's called, did an episode on this movie when it came out and they were talking to the directors of the movie or whatever and one of them was saying how like back in the day they would put it in your deed for your house that you couldn't like sell your house to an Italian immigrant
1: yeah I picked up on that too I was like whoa it's wild like it, it literally said that you
0: in the deed written out it was like you cannot sell this house to a Jew a black person or an Italian immigrant or an Italian however they phrased it
1: I would have never thought that was the case like back then, like coming like when you're selling your house. Like I don't know, right? Like I didn't put two and two that like there were probably like restrictions back then when you were trying to sell or buy a house. I'm like, that's yeah. so crazy.
0: And so I guess like the final point of this movie that like I was like in tears almost, uh, when Tony, so the great grandson, he's talking to his grandfather he finally comes out and tells him that like I want to pursue art like I want to go to art school I don't want to run the family meat market that you started and that my dad now runs I Mm want to go to art school and the grandfather and he was like really nervous to tell them and he like held it back for so long because he was like they're not going to accept this and whatever and like the grandfather gave like a very enlightening response about like talking about how the family immigrated, and they had to bust their butt, and they had to work in the mines. And he's like, "And my dad worked in the mines, so that I didn't have to work in the mines. And I worked a little bit in the mines, but then I got out and I started the business. And now your dad took over the business, so that you don't have to do the bit. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like you're trying to make it easier for each successive generation that comes after you. And so it's like all these people slaved so that you could have the opportunity to go to art school. So go yeah, to whatever art
1: you school. Want. Yeah.
0: As the person who wants to go to art school, you're just like, my whole family slaves like this, and now I'm gonna just go.
1: Yeah. Go to you art go school. To school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you get, you almost get scared to say that, like, you don't wanna do the family business. You think they're gonna be like disappointed that you wanna do something else instead of selling meat <laughs> in the family business. <laughs>
0: oh. like, my family, like, I know you sacrificed. But I just want to talk about my culture on the internet. I just (laughs) want to run a podcast. I don't
1: want to do anything else. (laughs) No, No, my parents love that we do this.
0: Oh, we're going to have your mom on at some point because like I need to have her on as a guest.
1: It would be funny, but it'd be all in Portuguese. So just give everyone a heads up. (laughs) It'd be all in Portuguese. (laughs) So I don't know. We
0: could do a little broken
1: Portuguese. Yeah, English, broken. Yeah. We could a little bit, a little bit. (laughs) That moods. So
0: that'll be coming down the pipeline (laughs) for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna get started on that right away. All right, so that's all we got for today on this topic. I hope you guys watched it. If you haven't watched it yet, um it's only on Netflix till January fifteenth. So I don't know. There's not much time left.
1: I might watch it one more time too before it goes away.
0: You keep catching things like I've on my third watch. I was still seeing things that I hadn't seen the first two times.
1: So and like they talked about it in the pod that podcast episode that we just talked about that if you have like the DVD or the Blu-ray of it, they do like there's a whole like deleted scene action. There's a lot more to it. So I'm like, do I buy this movie to see the deleted scenes? <laughs> <I> um, <might. laughs> a lot of people on
0: the IMDb. Comment section, like the reviews on IMDb, people were talking about how they bought the DVD just so that they could have it as like their annual Christmas watch. oh
1: yeah. They basically
0: said, "Move over, Ralphie. Tony's the new Christmas king."
1: Oh, I love that! Yes. <laughs> and
0: the other thing I got from the IMDb comments was that oh, there are people who call it Fishmas, Merry Fishmas, instead of Feast of the Seven Fishes. It's just it's Fishmas.
1: <laughs> oh all right so Merry Christmas, guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right we'll see you next time
1: thanks for listening
0: you can follow us on Instagram at underscore it's called culture